0: Last week, on the Lords of Grantham podcast, we kicked off coverage of Poldark. Yes, Poldark. We are all in on Ross Poldark, and this guy, he's a bad dude, and we are super excited to see where it goes. So this week, catch up with us on Season 1, Episode 2 of Poldark on the Lords of Grantham podcast. Woke up this morning, yeah! You got yourself a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yourself Yo, I'm living in this time behind enemy lines, so I got mine, I hope ya. Got yourself a gun. You from the hood, I hope ya. Got yourself a gun. You wanna be hope ya self
1: again. And when I see you, I'ma take what I And We're back with Pole Dark.
0: Season one, episode two. Couldn't have come back soon enough because true to form, we wrapped uh our episode last week. And then the biggest down news that could possibly drop drops, <laughs> the name of the new movie. Yes. Thanks, Julian. You're, you're really looking out for us there. He he knows that the, Not the that he probably cares. the premier Down Abbey podcast records on Wednesday
1: Eastern Standard Time, and mm-hmm. he said, "What better time to drop this than five minutes before they're done recording?" We had we had the Lords of Grantham Lounge on on fire talking about this news.
0: Yeah, I mean it is called Down Abbey, a new era. So it's not Down Abbey Two, Electric Boogaloo, or anything like that. It is Down Abbey a new era? What could that mean? I just think I mean we're probably just.
1: <laughs> I feel like Down Down Abbey is between eras as it is, right? <laughs>
0: between <laughs> I mean, Robert's not dead. Right. I. I I think it's a matter of, well, we, we learned some details about the movie. Yes. Uh, Julian promises that someone will die. He, quote, unquote, will be killed off, <laughs> uh, which makes me think, are they going to be murdered? Or, or, like, you know, traditionally, like, is it going to be the dowager passing away, as we expect? I, I mean, we could we could do a whole podcast on on Downton Abbey, a new era
1: of speculation. And we already yeah. did.
0: and Right, but I mean, these are, this is a whole bunch of new information. The, the, the last big piece is that we learned they are coming to America uh, for this sequel, as we, I think, predicted in, in our prediction ep- uh, episode, because, mm-hmm. I mean, what better way to shake things up than just to, to send them overseas?
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe that means we'll get some Paul Giamatti. Maybe not. I mean, we, we can hope. I feel like we've got to get Shirley MacLaine at the very least.
0: Thing that doesn't make sense is if they're going overseas to America and Lily James is not compar- con, um, confirmed to be in the movie why would they go to America and not see Cousin Rose <laughs> so well, there's one maybe thi- there's secret. one reason
1: uh, someone what? gets killed off
0: what Shirley McClain passes away too but no. both your and. <laughs> you said Giamatti dies no what if Cousin Rose uh, gets Rose oh Rose Cousin, Cousin Rose dies She's pretty young for that to happen. I'd, I'd hope Oh, not. really? Hope so you're saying do Don, Don Abbey only kills old people? <laughs> well, they've done they've done that enough. They've gone to that well. Okay. <laughs> well, if she's not in it, and you want to easy out, kill her. <laughs> <laughs> so they just keep stringing us along with the Dowager saying, I'm so old, I'm going to bequeath everything to you. What does she and have to bequeath have much? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever that speech was she gave to Mary in the end of the last movie, you know, like, you're next. <laughs> Is she Goldberg? But keep waiting. <laughs> yeah, is she just going to keep waiting around and just saying you're next to, to marry this episode? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens in the movie. We'll, we'll get there next year. we got plenty of time until then. We do. Perhaps too much in, in time. Other, yeah. In other related uh, period drama news to shows we watch, they announced a, a new adaptation as if we need another, of Lady Chatterley's Lover today, mm-hmm. uh, starring Emma Corrin, uh, a.k.a. Princess Diana from The Crown, which, Dave, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Lady Chatterley's Lover. I'm not. Uh, quite, quite the R-rated material, but it's been adapted many times uh, by BBC and uh, other filmmakers. Probably makes for good Patreon material, actually, at some point. Uh, but, yeah, that that's coming down the pike to, to Netflix with her in the lead role, and uh, Jack O'Connell as well, who's a pretty good actor. All right. So, yeah. There you go. And I think that covers it for the news this week outside of uh, just Poldark business.
1: (laughs) I mean, there's no real Poldark business. We just got to watch
0: Poldark. Well, right. That is the business we're in.
1: (laughs) We're in in hunk business.
0: Absolutely. This is season one, episode two. And, and Dave, did you feel like the show missed a step at all? Or do you feel like it continued the momentum of episode uh, one?
1: Uh, This definitely, is, it, it kept going. The momentum is still there. I felt like this was mm-hmm. much more exposition than episode one. There was a lot of okay. moving pieces going on in this episode. Like I've had a very busy couple weeks, and I have a very busy couple weeks coming forward. So, like, mm-hmm. I feel like Downton is such a breeze as far as the content is concerned. And this is not as dense as The Crown. But this is uh, a lot of lot of characters we're still getting used to here. They throw a lot of people at us.
0: It's, it's funny you say that, though. I feel like Downton was a lot more dense with just by the sheer number of plots that they throw at you. Even, even if they are a little bit simple to follow, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot to chew on here. It's just, like, plunging straight ahead. And uh, I'm into it, though. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't feel like... I, yeah, it, but it is as you're saying though. Getting to know these characters is a little confusing. Like Judd, I, I, I it feels like he's a different guy when he's hanging around Ross. Like he's like, a, you know, a word of, you know, he's, he's an advisor. He gives words of advice to, to Poldark. But then when you see him outside of hanging around Ross, he's just Judd is a dud. He, he's just harassing Demelza. He's just a good for nothing helper. Yeah, he seems like a different character entirely.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Pr- I think when Prudy's not around, he's he's. Kind of a little better. But yeah, the, both of them are harassed yeah. for, for whatever reason. We'll get to that in the story. I also feel like Francis and George have a little bit of mm-hmm. Bridgerton brother syndrome where they look very similar, <laughs> like little brunette I don't men. Know.
0: Francis, with his blonde hair, uh, blue eyes, and the look of shock upon his face in every scene makes him easy to identify. He, he, he never doesn't look like he just saw a ghost. Well, I mean... Which is true. He, he's seen Ross, yeah. <laughs> he's got an answer to that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, let's get to this episode. Um, I don't think it was immediately clear to me what Ross's ideas were at the end of the last episode with... What he was gazing upon there, mm-hmm.
1: um, well, I don't think. W- was it clear to you? I think he was just kind it, of sticking around. I think he was. I don't think there was anything particular that we were supposed to infer from the end of last episode, as much what as there was. He was
0: he was staring up upon that construction site. Oh, he
1: was staring upon what is it, what is it called? Wheel leisure. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Why is it called leisure? It's a uh, mine. It's the opposite of leisure. <laughs> uh, it's an oxymoron. Who, who knows. Uh, when we spelled W-H-E-A-L. Who knows? We'll find out. Yeah, they were throwing around the names of a lot of mines in this episode, and, and those uh, names were odd as well. Uh, but I did not know this was a mine. I don't know how we were supposed to. I mean, aside from them investigating it the last episode, I didn't realize this was actually a mine that they could still get stuff out of. It just didn't occur to me.
1: Yeah, and we see Ross with a chunk of copper in his hands, with an uncut gem, if you will. Mm-hmm. sort of prospecting saying well what if I do this
0: what about me what about Ross yeah he, he's seeing opportunity here this is something that could uh, make some money for him
1: well I think Ross is also seeing a lot more than just him and I think we get this pretty much early I get the sense of Ross has this loyalty to this community even though he's sort of their forgotten son you know
0: yeah, he, he's not too different from Robert in that in that way, uh, Robert, uh, you know Crawley, uh, Crawley of of happy of where you know that sense of responsibility for the people around him. It, it's a very good-natured person, even even if his uh, blood runs cold sometimes. Yeah. But it, it's interesting because this this mine was closed. It's not entirely clear. I guess it must have run afoul under the stewardship of his dad while he was away in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh Not entirely clear why, clear why it's sh- shut down
1: no yeah and and they do say that they show the scene of the like redcoats the the sort of Brits they say that Mm -hmm. a a lot of mines are getting sort of bullied into closing because of the lack of profits I think it's a supply and demand issue too sure where there's other mines in other places that are much more fruitful so these and I think there's there's fierce competition in this around this time too so Mm -hmm.
0: also early on in this episode I can't figure out what it had to do with anything but we get was it lord bassett shooting himself
1: which one's lord bassett
0: i don't know it's an old man who's all dressed up at the beginning of this episode and he puts a gun to his head <laughs> i don't know yeah it's a uh, this show you don't remember the, the guy killing himself at the beginning of this episode i've been bit i did how early in the episode how did i not write that down it happens like in the first like five minutes of the episode I was too worried about the the red coats. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we we are doing stellar here in terms of our coverage of Poldark. Um, but anyways, yeah, I that, that was that's why I was trying to ask you because I'm not sure what that had to do with anything, but it, you you can't seem to remember. So that that, so, that means
1: probably not much at this given moment.
0: Yeah, har- hardly hardly knew you. Uh, Dave, keep moving along. What happened next? Okay. Um, so we see that. Oh wait, it, it, wait. It was. Uh, uh. Yeah. No. So so someone killed himself, and he's connected to George. That that's the idea. Uh, we don't actually know who this this guy is. Okay, I was gonna he's say it's definitely not a name that I remember writing down. No. I think they say Lord Bassett, but the whole point of this is that is that George because it cuts to George, uh, and he. He's concerned that this guy's suicide will reflect poorly upon him, uh, because they de- they declined to extend the guy alone. That's why this man killed himself at the top of this episode. Yeah, and we, Dave just did not care about. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: I mean, we see that George and his father, or I assume it's his father, Carrie, who is our, our boy mm-hmm. Pip, are yep.
0: Pip Torrens. Yep,
1: are hanging out talking about this sort of. They're definitely setting themselves up to be the big uh, Vincent Shane heel duo in this
0: world yeah they, they are the bad guys
1: and we see that uh, George has a, a, a friend visiting Margaret a mistress <laughs> well, I don't uh, know mistress is the right word is he, he's not married is I, he? it's
0: it's absolutely a mistress are you kidding me have you did you watch this episode
1: I think a mistress implies that he's cheating on his wife with her
0: or whatever she, she's that's a lady of the night, night that's for sure yeah because that's not her only appearance in this episode oh no huh? oh I know that
1: but I'm, I think okay. mistress implies that, that it's um, something is afoot with George, Okay. whereas I think he's just sort of uh, sampling the goods of the local business. Yeah. And I like that she comes in and she's like, yeah, I got some things to do. I got some appointments to get to. She says this to George in front of Pip, mm-hmm. and he's like, nah, you got to wait.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're on the clock. George is like, hang, hang around. I'm not done yet. I, I, I want seconds. Uh, but I do like that the uncle is just like, you know, he, he doesn't care about George's sentiment at all. He's like, we're in this for money, right? You know, this isn't about sentiment. Who cares that this guy just blasted his brains out? <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much all we get of uh, George's uh, oh, uncle there. Is he uncle yeah. or is he dad? Yeah, he's family. I think that's the important thing. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, he's an uncle. Anyways, though, what is it? Uh, Ross is, uh, you know, he's just hanging around the farm. We see Demelza early in this episode pouring, pumping cold water on herself to wash herself mm-hmm. to stay clean. Yep. And she's not the only one who's looking for work because uh, a guy shows up asking if Ross is needs, uh, needs a farmhand.
1: You're talking about Mr. Carson, Jim Carter? Huh? The, guy, the character's name is Jim Carter, the little scrawny guy.
0: Oh, is that really his yeah. name? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah. We, we see him like getting in a fight early. Uh, I, th- I think with the what the colonials or what not the colonials, like whoever the British people are, right? The mi- military or the. Yeah, those are the same. Someone official. Those are the right? same
1: people that I believe are, are sort of roughing up the, the, the mine workers, sort of saying, you know, right, what are you doing?
0: Stop this because they're opposed to the mine opening. But yeah, he, he, he gets through that and gets to Poldark and is like, can I come work for you? And, and Ross, give him the gig. He's like, Yeah, I guess, man. <laughs> I, I, Just clean up, man. Uh, but the thing is, Poldark realizes he's just been staring at this money he has that his uncle gave him, you know, because they expected him to go to London. He's like, I need to go back on this. I need to go back to my uncle and tell him this can't happen. I got to fix this.
1: Yeah, and then he goes to see his uncle and he gives him yeah. back the money. His uncle's like, I knew it. My boy's home. <laughs>
0: He thinks he's too good uh for us, you know. <laughs> he's just got to, you know, go his own way, I guess be be difficult as he is. That's who he is, pretty much. Yeah, uncle uncle He's she's just not th- shaking his head the whole time. He's not
1: thrilled, but we also see somebody who who watches this entrance and exit for the scene.
0: Uh, uh is it Elizabeth? Yeah,
1: she watches him come in on his horse. And mm-hmm. she's she's like, "Oh no." He's here. I hope he doesn't want to not deal him with again. Didn't want to deal with me. And then she, yeah. Ross just goes in, talks to his uncle, and leaves. And she's like, oh, I guess he didn't want to deal with Okay. Me.
0: Yeah. Uh, she looks concerned, though. Yeah. And Francis swoops in and he asks, you know, uh, if he wants to join her where she rests. Uh, she's clearly not in the mood. And he's all just feeling her hand up and everything, this Francis guy. He doesn't take a hint. Yeah, he's. Uh he for
1: someone that constantly looks mortified and scared and and like a little wussy boy, like he's he's when he's with his wife, he's he's kind of the opposite. He's kind of uh, uh trying to pretend like he's in, in control, like he's some kind of rege Jean, some sort of Simon. Yeah. And
0: we we can jump ahead a little. He he comes to visit Ross at the mine, and he says, "You know, we're always f- more friends than cousins. Can it change?" And Ross is like. Well, if you can help me get some money, yeah, right, that'd like, be great. Here's money talks, boy. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, let's open it together. This is how we can, you know, build some bridges.
1: Yeah, and, and Francis is like, that sounds good. Sounds good to me. hmm
0: And, uh, what was it? So, well, I, it's, it's hard to follow what happens next for my notes, but Poldark, he, he, so he needs some, uh, expertise uh, from some investors. Mm-hmm. He goes to the, the town. He's drinking alone. Uh, a mistress reads his palm.
1: Margaret, the same one.
0: Yes. It is It is a woman of the night, potentially. That, not potentially. Uh, m-
1: in, indubitably.
0: I, I I just don't know what else to call her. But uh, tells him there, there's a woman who might be missing him. Yeah. And now... Before the scene we saw that Elizabeth was uh tending to some chickens and her cousin Verity shows up and says she doesn't need to do, do that you know uh this is, get out I of I feel here. like
1: every show that we watch has this scene in it like the put upon girl No like the 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 person of who is put into a class of society that they they don't belong in doing something that's out of their duties and somebody else being mm-hmm. like this is not something you're supposed to do we literally saw this a couple weeks ago on Bridgerton with Daphne trying to like weed
0: it's the only way to make these people seem relatable you, you know? they
1: the down to do chores
0: exactly uh, but anyways though this is really our formal introduction to Verity I think she was in the she last episode she was in episode, the last but episode
1: was, but and yeah. this definitely clarifies the relationship because I thought she mm-hmm. would. I thought she was effectively a, a, a Daisy-like character. I thought she was a staff member that was like a, a, a town person that knew Ross. But she's actually family. She's actually yeah. She's actually Francis' Francis's sister.
0: I do not know any family that does uh, just chores like tending the chickens and stuff like, like some, that. That's, but, that's oh, some okay.
1: Cinderella stuff right there. Something's going. Verity's going to get hers.
0: Maybe yeah. not this episode. I, I mean. It, it, she she starts to go down a bad path in this episode. So, when Paul is out in the town, uh, Verity comes across him, and uh, she's a uh, she's asking him, you know, about the, the ball, and you know, are are you going? And, he, and Ross is like, I hadn't thought about it, but I guess so. Yeah, Verity, I'll go. I'll show up with you. She just needs uh, a an hint, so she
1: she has Ross bring her.
0: Yeah she's like, who's that girl over there? And he's like, who, that that feral w- woman? <laughs> oh, you mean Demelza? The wildling? Yeah. <laughs> That's really what she is. She's a wildling. Uh, meanwhile, Elizabeth isn't sure about attending the ball. And Francis is like, you know I want to show you off. Uh, you know, I want to show my wife off to the world, which I don't know about you, but Dave, we can relate to this. I feel like recently there's been like a, a, a rampant stretch of people that we know who are just like, check out my hot wife. Like, you know, they're like, okay looking dudes but they just keep posting on Instagram like check out my hot wife and that is like what Francis reminds me of just like I know I'm just the middle of the road but look what I look, here. come on guys I took
1: my cousin's girlfriend when I thought he died How's does <laughs> yeah. that make you feel give it up
0: to me right isn't she hot right it's like get out of here
1: Francis but at the ball we see something goes down that mm-hmm. Ross and and Liz start dancing and and people start talking
0: yeah, and it's funny, too, because Francis is, uh, you know, he's, he's with Elizabeth, and, and Ross is keeping his distance, and we actually see Francis, like, he seems like an okay dude, because there's a conversation about all men being created equal, and he's like, he's like, that that's true, and other people are like, that's preposterous, and he's like, no, man, people have rights, so we see that Francis is an okay guy, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, he... he, he Ross uh, says, he, Francis pretty much offers up Elizabeth to, to Poldark to dance with.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't know what the spot why he's doing that. Is he just trying to start trouble?
0: Right, and Ross is like, you sure, bro? You, you know what happened between the two of us. You know she our gave relationship. me that little <laughs> ring
1: up from my pinky, dude.
0: Yeah. And Francis is like, please, my wife is hot. Show <laughs> her sure off. Yeah. Let's go for it. And it gets all the wrong attention. This um, is
1: definitely a, a, a Bridgerton moment for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Everyone's staring. Even before, yeah, before this for a moment, we saw that Miss Teague approach uh, Ross Poldark. Ruth Ruth uh, Teague. And they're like, aren't you interested, Ross? And Ross is like, nah. <laughs> And Ross she's like, not that bad. She's no, of course not. Looking.
1: This is, this is like, like... Ross is in a real Lavinia Swire, Mary Crawley situation right now.
0: <laughs> we're, we're like, Ruth, yeah, Ruth got, Teague. Got Ruth, choices.
1: Ruth can get it.
0: Yeah. And, and so... Yeah, she's, she's envious of watching him dance with Elizabeth. Francis is envious. George is watching all this. He, he just happens to be there. Yeah, George. He's licking his lips.
1: Mm, you mean
0: Shana. <laughs> yeah, Shano, Shane McMahon, yeah, uh, from wrestling. Um, so, Poldark, uh, at this dance, happens to bump into some rich people, uh, like Mr. Henshaw. mm mm-hmm. And... Everyone seems to know. Everyone in the town seems to know about him opening the mine. Like the word is just spread. Yeah, this <laughs> that, this that's is what he's a very small to town, from what we're led to believe. Yeah, word just gets around. Uh, and he's just like, "Is anyone willing to help me out? I just need a few few guineas." He's like, "Yeah, just and just and few. I
1: got my boy, my my cousin Frankie's gonna be involved too."
0: It's like you mm-hmm. you know Frankie. He's he's got a good rep in town. He just can't tell anyone what's going on because we don't want. This George guy to know. And he, he seems to mention that to everyone else, like, keep it discreet. He's like, you I'm not trying to mess
1: with George's money. I'm trying to do this on my own. As he turns around and points.
0: <laughs> Just like, that guy. Don't want that guy to know. I don't want
1: Pip Torrance getting involved. In, I don't, Tommy LaSalle does not need to in, invade my, my life.
0: Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we see at this ball that Verity is laughing at something about boats uh, with an older man. Uh, and his name is Captain Blamey. <laughs> yep. Sounds like a, a made-up name, Blamey.
1: Yeah. And, and the two of them are getting on very well.
0: Mm-hmm. And literally, like, before the end of this dance, uh, you know, he's like, is it wrong to say I'm interested in you? And she's like, no, nah, I'm interested back. I'm 25. I'm old. She's like, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, I'm all used up. Like, if, if I don't get uh, married, yeah. I'm done.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and Verity, uh, you know, she she's about to, like, be like, let's do this when she sees Elizabeth and Polderk laughing together. And she's like, oh, no. Everyone's staring at this. Can't, can't let people see them. They're just going to be gossiping, gossiping about this. Yeah. Uh, So she leaves
1: Blamey. <laughs> she breaks up r- and Ross and uh, Liz.
0: Mm-hmm. And then George just strolls over, uh, chiding Poldark for not going after Teague. Well, he's like, he's like I oh got, yeah, I, I, I,
1: I got to talk to you about something. And Ross is like, oh god, he's either going to talk to me about my cut or my my cousin's wife who I have a crush on, or he's going to talk to me about the mine. And, and George is like, routine, bro, go for it, man. Pretty good, pretty good. But then Ross is like, nah, 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 nah. I know I said not- I know I said I didn't want it earlier. My day has changed. I'm, yeah, I'm going I
0: mean, to the bar. He's in a real rough spot, uh, uh, Ross. So he, he goes to the bar in, in a rush because he realizes he can't be with this Elizabeth. So he goes and becomes Eskimo brothers with George. He hooks up with uh, Margaret, the lady of the night.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and keep in mind earlier, we didn't touch on this, earlier in their, their scene where they first meet, she says, uh, she's like, hey, you know, like, you know who I am, right? And he's like, you think I got money? Like you think I have anything to my name? Like I'm not the kind of guy you should be messing with. He basically tells her like, leave me alone. I'm not your type. Mm-hmm. And then he goes has a couple drinks. We see him pounding some shots. He has a yep. he has a couple of shots of Fireball.
0: <laughs> it chases it with some whiskey. And then he's uh, uh off to the races. Well, Margaret. I mean, we, we don't actually see him drink that night, but I think it's reasonable. We do to believe, see him yeah. drink. He's, we see him at the bar, like at p- the p- ball. P- uh, I thought when he gets to the pub, he he rips a few. Not that evening. He's pretty direct. He goes like straight up to her. I think uh, when he goes there that that night, we do see him drink earlier. But yeah, he's toasty. I think we're led to believe he's feeling toasty. He,
1: he's in his he's in his feelings. That's for for dang sure.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, Poldark, you know, he wakes up. He did it again. He did it again. So he goes on his uh, his walk of shame, and as you do on your walk of shame, he strips nude and then walks into the ocean. <laughs> we saw a little
1: Colin Firth action going on.
0: And 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 so this episode, Demelza is being put upon by Judd and... Uh, Prudy. Prudy. So they're making her wash their clothes. Even Judd is about to strip in front of her. <laughs> and then Prudy is like, come on, come stop on, that. Come on, Judd. Come on. Um, we, even the night before, she's investigating his room. She's looking at his books and his piano, and Judd's like, what are you doing in here? So she's just kind of out wandering, keeping to herself. When she just comes to a cliff and just sees... Naked old Poldark walking into the water. That's right. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to cleanse yourself after a, after a dank night, that's the way.
1: It looks like nice nice water wherever they are. The,
0: the, they're in Wales, it's, and it looks so clear that
1: way. It's <laughs> will tell you how clear it is. At that no. point, she's seen it every at it everything. It's all there.
0: I'm just surprised she didn't pull out any binoculars and some popcorn or whatever. She was just taking it all in. Um, so, anyways, though. Yeah, she's she literally looks like she's dot, jotting down notes as she stares at. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Uncle Poldark shows up. <laughs> yep. He's disapproving of the mine opening. Tell, tells uh, Ross he's stubborn and brash.
1: And he won't take no for an answer. The curse of the Poldarks.
0: Yeah. Uh. What was it? But uh, yeah, Francis is going to come also. Uh, and. Was it? I think Uncle is telling him he needs to stand on his own two feet. Uh, two feet. He needs help with that. He needs direction. Because mm-hmm. I think he's a little disappointed too that, well, even so much like you know Francis isn't helping him out. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, but this is all part of the plan, right? To uh, try and get uh, him to get on his side, but because he's going, he's going to use him hopefully to get some cash for this mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Really a lot about mines in this episode. I was not expected to get this <laughs> deep into the my, mine. My knowledge <laughs> of
1: mining in general is, is pretty pretty rough.
0: It's pretty poor. I've yeah. I,
1: I got some ore uh, in Settlers of Catan. That's the the most I got for mining.
0: That's it, and that's all, folks. Um, Demelza, meanwhile, is complaining to Poldark that Judd keeps working her, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have a cloak, so she needs uh, to ride into town with uh, Ross because he'll, he'll get her one. And uh, he tells her to try and strike up a better bargain than him while he's in the town. Mm-hmm. And who does he bump into outside of the Joanne fabrics? Well, he doesn't so much as bump into. He sees across like this courtyard or across the water uh, uh, Verity, and he shouts, Verity! And the way they, they frame this, there's no way she could possibly hear Poldark. But she turns as if she heard him, and it's like, there's no way she heard him shout that name. Anyways, though, she's going somewhere with someone. Probably that blamey guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he, ho- he also bumps into Elizabeth. Yeah, he's at the Joanne
1: looking it. for some some, mm-hmm. some burlap.
0: Yeah, for people who are not familiar with uh, Northeast Connecticut, there's a place called Joint Fabric where you can go to your fabrics. Since when?
1: Since forever? I don't know. You'd-
0: okay. All right. Well, let's just leave it. For our international re- listeners, that's what that is. So... He offers to help carry some some thread and fabric for her and some boxes. And it's like, dude, stop, stop. Yeah, leave her alone, man. Catch, catch, her, catch a her drift. Uh, meanwhile, Demelza also sees Verity uh, leaving somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then Poldark, he enters a bar and catches George talking to Francis. Yeah. And and Francis, Francis is like, I can't do it, buddy, buddy can't go through with it with you
1: yeah we see that George and Francis are like playing cards and stuff like that like they're boys mhm it's like come on come on Frank what are you doing dude you're really letting George get in the way of you and your cousin your, your blood yeah as if you didn't want to mend those bridges rather than destroy them even further dude mm mm-hmm.
0: mhm but now it's like okay so Francis isn't going to go along with them and Ross, is, it just, it's all on him to secure the mining, mm-hmm. to secure the bag. He's got to secure the bag. And he does a pretty and, good job. Uh, which is crazy. Because at first he's just like, I don't know who I am. I, I, I don't know anything. I, I've been gone for three years. I just know this mine has opportunity. But he sounds convincing. Yeah. Convincing enough for everyone to be like, okay, Sure. Yeah, well he says and he, he gives them a really pretty them low like,
1: bar. He says, this is how much we're going to do for three months. If that's it, that's it. Yeah. If it's not, we'll do more.
0: And he's pretty clear that, like, look, we're, we're losing money. Or the the mining mines are closing because they've been, they've been bled dry, and then you have people like the Warligans who stop funding these things mm-hmm. as soon as they, they don't have anything to pump out. And that's why I'm going to you guys. I don't want that to happen. There's opportunity here. I just need 50 guineas. And while the scene is going on, we see, you know, what George is telling Francis about, like, you know, whether to tr- trust Ross or not. And, you know, he's just going off saying the guy's entitled. He, he goes for whatever strikes his fancy. Mm-hmm. And that's why Francis had, had pulled out. Uh, but Ross has got his money. That's all he needed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. With or without Francis. And, and Francis would have offered a real nice gravity to the situation because Francis has been here this whole time. Francis isn't some return from the war. Mm-hmm. And we see that throughout this episode, Ross doesn't have much. There's not a lot of dark money. He's kind of putting what he has no. left.
0: No, so he, he gets the agreement for this money. Smash cut to him putting up a broken sign that says Wheel Leisure. Yep. <laughs> they, they couldn't have gotten a brand new one that, that, that works or anything.
1: They couldn't have Jim Carter wow. paying up a new one.
0: Yeah. But uh, was it Demelza? She got some fish while they're out there. Yeah. Uh, so was it I think uh, someone calls her a circus attraction or she feels like a circus attraction and that's when he gets her a cloak
1: yeah she, cause she's like always pulling her shirt up like she her, mm-hmm. her clothes don't fit
0: she also looks completely different than the last episode like the, you know they emphasize her cleaning up she's night and day cleaned up since the last episode oh yeah that red hair is everywhere of course like oh my lord uh so yeah Francis is back home the uncle's shouting at him <laughs> so something must be done about the relationship with Poldark and uh, Elizabeth well that's what we're thinking right uh, yeah they've been seen around on town this is, a, this, out. this is a great swerve in the episode break it down Dave so
1: we're Uncle George shows up and he's like dude we got something to talk about and Ross is like oh Jesus because of the fabric bro like I know Uh, I know I I know know, I'm I'm misbehaving so I gotta stop I know I gotta stop misbehaving and they're like you gotta come with us now we gotta talk about this right this second
0: well you're you're missing the one piece where Elizabeth shows up on the doorstep of Ross Mm -hmm. and is like we need to talk and so he sends the Mel's out of the room and then Judd walks, in and he's like, "No, Judd, you get out of here too." And, and that—that's when uh, Elizabeth is just like, you know, what was it? Ross says to Elizabeth, "Look, we all love Francis, <laughs> but we gotta, you know." <laughs> he literally says, "We all love let's, Francis, but we gotta tell him what's, what's
1: going on." Liz. Right.
0: And uh, and she's there to tell him something, but uh, it gets cut short because that's when Uncle uh, shows up because uh, Verity has uh, disappointed them.
1: Yeah, because Verdi wants to marry a Captain Handy or whatever his name is. Blamey. Blamey. Handy. I don't oh, know man. because uh, Captain Blamey is uh, the one to blame apparently because he, <laughs> he might have killed his last wife.
0: Beat her to death, they say. Uh, but she will not leave his house until he, uh, you know, until he was it, they vowed to like they just, they can't be apart pretty much uh he, he claims it is or was it she she shows up she 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 claims it isn't true it was an accident that she tried to strike blamey and then fell and hit her head and died <laughs> so it's not blamey's fault well, explain to me why the wife was trying to hit blamey in the first place
1: though <laughs> hey who cares according to this we're not supposed to care it's not a big deal
0: sure uh, and she's like i love him you know what that feels like and and they believe him for a hot second you know like okay maybe maybe uh, meanwhile, Rossi's, uh, what is it? I think they kind of put a pin on it. And then, was it Rossi's two umbrellas on the way to the house, and it's the Teagues. Mm-hmm. And, this and just they want can't some, stop, man. Right. They're like, oh, how you doing? Uh, and he's just like, I'm busy. And they're, they're, they ask him to tea, and he's like, you can have fun with that. It's not happening. And he just walks away from them slamming the door in their face he's really he, he's hoping he gets by on his looks this this Ross Poldark he's just he's I mean, he kind of rude that's just who he is man uh, anyways though so yeah Francis and Uncle Rod are up on the house uh, you know they talk about how the meeting went well tell and, and I think Ross tells him to not tell George and uh was it they know Verity is there because that's where that's, that, he's keeping her away from them for the second because he believes her yeah because he he, he basically
1: want. does what uh that happens in Bridgerton like he acts as sort of a a median or a, a mediator between the captain mm-hmm. and Verity and then everyone comes up to sort of call him out and say like come on Ross you're the wa- don't yeah. be a wild card now this is we need you to step it up man this is family stop this
0: right they don't deal with wife murderers and lo and behold blamey shows up and, and as soon as like they start talking blamey immediately starts to knock uh, punch like francis like start starts to attack him it's like oh, okay this guy has violent tendencies clear mm-hmm. <laughs> to which francis then takes it up way too like too many notches and he's like duel for doing let's this let's go bro
1: <laughs> time to play the game I, my,
0: Mind you, I watched this episode at 8, 8, 8 in the morning, and it was like, this is too early in the morning to be watching a duel. Like, like, well, the mean fact don't that duels they happen
1: actually, at the at sunrise, ideally. That's what happens with
0: Simon I mean, and uh, Tony. That is fair. That is fair. But this is like, they're actually do, going through with it. They, they're like you know faking it like they did in Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. They're like, like, legit going to shoot each other. <laughs>
1: yeah, and they, they ask Judd if he can count, and he's like, one, two, four, mm-hmm. seven. They're like, all right, bro, step down. Yeah.
0: I also like that Francis is like I need a pistol. He just gets one off the wall. I don't know where Blamey gets his pistol. Maybe he was already the, packing. I think Ross just has a couple guns hanging around. Okay. And yeah, before you know it, they're just popping off at each other. And Blamey's and. <laughs> it looks for a second like he got like Francis got Blamey though, like mm-hmm. in the hand or in the arm. But Blamey absolutely got Francis in the neck.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a, they they both grazed each other, but no no no, he got him right in the neck.
0: Yeah, he was on the ground immediately. Uh, what a clown this Francis character! Uh, he, he was at least trying to prove himself, I guess. Mm-hmm. If I were Paul Dark or Ross Paul I'd be like, <laughs> let him, <die>. <laughs> let <laughs> him again die. To, to yeah, yeah, let him die, or, or like just give, coach up, blame me to to shoot uh, true, because <laughs> then that just clears the path to him and Elizabeth.
1: You Should have given them the the whatever in Red Dead. Give him dead eye. The ping, 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 ping. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> just aim real accurately. But, uh, he, you know, Ross cleans him up real good uh, because he just learned things out in the war, as he says. You know, he he learned things in the battlefields. Yeah, and
1: Demelza, com- or, yeah, Demelza comes and helps.
0: It's almost comical how clean he gets Francis. Like, his clothes aren't, there's no blood on the clothes, none on the sheets. Like, took real good care of him. Mm-hmm.
1: And then we see the and captain's like, I guess, I guess I gotta go. And they're like,
0: yeah, this ain't going to work. Bro.
1: Thanks for showing up, man. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, though, Elizabeth reveals why she really wanted to talk to, to, to Ross. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, she also blames Ross for, for not de-escalating the situation with the, the duel. She's like, that's my Francis. You, got it. you should have been yeah. better, Ross. That's your cousin. That's your blood. Why would you do that? And Ross is like, if he dies, he dies yeah but then she goes by the way i'm pregnant
0: episode two they're really ratcheting up the drama here this is real coming quick
1: Mm -hmm. uh
0: and so yeah he's not too pleased but uh what are you gonna do yeah yeah and uh was it it the, the ends with uh, them all pretty much eating fish uh, without Francis or, or Elizabeth there but all of them eating fish by the mine and it looks pretty good. Yeah, and it,
1: it ends, there's, there's a sort of moment earlier in the episode where Ross tells Demelza like, you know, you can
0: go back to your family and... and he says it again at the end yeah, of the episode. Yeah, and then she's, she's like, no, this is home. I don't understand why he keeps saying that. He saw where she came from the last episode. Like, we saw the father at least. Yeah, they literally and we saw that the town was family. willing to... F- <laughs> Yeah, and the town was willing to fight to bring her back. I don't think she wants to go anywhere around where she, she's from at mm-hmm. all, even if it is with just her mother. I don't think that's a good idea, old Ross. Uh, so I think she, it's a no-brainer for her to stay there. And, and we do see that she, uh, she seems to be developing some kind of affection for Ross. When Elizabeth shows up at the doorstep, she's like, what are you doing here? She doesn't want Elizabeth there. She says, uh, you heffa, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> she still starts throwing out some
1: <laughs> phrases we don't say anymore
0: yeah and uh, you know Elizabeth thinks about it and she's like you're right I am one (laughs) I should leave yep
1: and that's the end of Poldark season 1 episode 2
0: yeah good episode I think it continued the momentum of the the show it it
1: launched the momentum
0: and it is good that we
1: do have you know retrospectively it is a lot to take in but we we're learning names we're learning positions we're learning who lives where you know, in the mm-hmm. social world here, so very interesting. Yeah,
0: I'm into it. You want to get to the rankings, Dave? I do.
1: Who do you got going down, Corey? Who's Who's? I got Blamey. Blamey?
0: But yeah, he 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 couldn't uh secure the bag with uh, with Verity. He did uh, he did nail Francis, but not enough. Yeah, and he may have killed. Yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> we we'll going down number three. I got I got Elizabeth. Okay, she doesn't seem thrilled. To be pregnant by Francis's baby, she doesn't seem. Every time she sees Ross, she's she's a flutter.
0: Life choices, eh? mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say okay. about that. Oh. <laughs> uh, number two, I got the Teagues. Oh. They just get shut down at every turn uh, by Poldark Ross Poldark. So uh, tough breaks for them.
1: Interesting. I got Verity at number
0: two. Okay, because well she's my number one.
1: She's a uh, she's got a it rough. It's a tough week for her.
0: She's still single. Uh, she's 25. her family's doubting her, yeah. Things just are not too hot. She, she's a, easily my number one.
1: That tracks well. My number one got shot in the neck. His name is Francis. Francis, okay, <laughs> because he's does he know he's a father? We see this whole episode, he's he's kind of tricked into being a, you know, like he, he doesn't have his own free will,
0: it seems, and and sure.
1: That's kind of depressing. So I don't like that, well, and I don't like that he gets shot in his neck.
0: For the reason of him knocking up uh, Elizabeth, though, he's number three going up. The guy's he's he's locked her down. There's no way out now, and he also fought in a duel like a man and took it took it on the neck like a champ. So number three going up, it's Francis. Okay, sure, you he can have it. He didn't die, Dave. Okay, <laughs> I don't. He's not. He he ain't living though. You, you, you fight in a duel and you tell me you know where you land afterwards sure I'll let you. I challenge you to do a duel do you?
1: Get some, I've never shot a gun in my life so that would okay. be pretty bad um, number three going up I got Demelza she, she's she's gonna make this place her home okay pretty simple you know Ross kind of keeps All giving right. her the out and he gets her a cloak
0: well number two I got Ross oh, I got Ross
1: is my number two as well he's got the money He's doing okay. He's yeah, he he's still kind of the black sheep. Mm-hmm. And but he, he you know, he has a good time with Margaret. Yep. And uh otherwise, you know, he's got the money, he's gonna start this mine without his cousin. Mm-hmm. That's that.
0: Yeah. And number one, I got George. You know, I got George's number one too. This man's playing the game. Yeah, he successfully talks Francis out of joining up with Ross. Uh he's got Margaret when he wants her. Uh, and he's just a man about town who happens to always be in the right place at the right time to hear what he needs to hear. Yeah, he's playing
1: chess. This ain't checkers for for George. Absolutely. This is four D yeah, chess. Where
0: this goes. Yes, it's four dimensional chess. <laughs> I want to see what this war gets gets up to. Big big fan of this guy so far, even though he seems like trash. He's a
1: good heel. He's a really good antagonist. He's playing the game.
0: He's playing the game real well.
1: And that that's episode two.
0: Yeah. Well, on that note. Uh, Dave, what have you been watching outside of uh, *Poldark*? Uh,
1: More, more *Sopranos*. That's really it. It's been busy. My my bands got a had a gig over the weekend, so we had to practice. Other band had to Mm -hmm. practice the day before or the morning of. So, like, lots of ska music in my life, which is is kind of a
0: lot. Yeah, that's really. Is that overwhelming for you to be back in the the ska scene or ska music? No,
1: not really. It's it's. it's like driving a different car. It's like driving a car that I drove when I was a child, again, when I've spent the past 11
0: years driving a different car. So you're like you're talking about like a toy battery car that you would drive around as a child? I mean, it's just so like a toy it. that would be kind of cutesy. Sure, why not? <laughs> you're just like crammed into this tiny car trying to go again.
1: It was funny because I had to go play with my other band, Tempest Edge. And we're kind of busting out the old like Three Doors Down covers and the sort of mm-hmm. early two thousands rock and roll that I don't necessarily listen to with any frequency, but I play. Sure. But it's very e- you know it's, it's very easy to pick up and to sort of go with it. Whereas the Sky music, these guys are all like music nerds, so it's a yeah. lot more difficult. So I'm definitely doing that. Gotcha. What about you? What are you watching, Corey? Uh,
0: ooh, I've been busy too. But uh, was it ten fifteen? Came back with an animated special. Uh, because both of the two leads got pregnant and, they, and COVID's been going on, so they did an anime special, and true to form, it was good. That show is so good on Hulu. I, I can't recommend it enough. Mm-hmm. Just two girls, middle school, and the year is 2001 and cannot relate more to it. <laughs> good show. I've seen, I've seen the first
1: few episodes. i I got to give that yeah. some
0: time. Okay. It's very weird. It's deeply strange. But it's definitely for for us in a lot of ways. Absolutely. I mean, there was a reference in this episode where they're like, do you know the song Into Club? And it's not the 50 Cent song they're referring to. I think they're referring to, like, a Nelly song. And it's like, oh, yeah, because it's 2001. <laughs> and it's like before. So it's so very specific to the references that they're making. It, it's it's good nostalgia nostalgic mm-hmm. for me.
1: But it's also funny.
0: Yeah, it, it's very funny. Because, uh, yeah, I got caught up in, like, some conversation online over the weekend over uh, Shit's Creek mm-hmm. because there's a lot of fans. And I watched two seasons of that show. I gave it two seasons, and I liked it. It was pleasant. Not funny enough for me. Well, it wasn't quite funny enough.
1: Yeah, I, I, I watched the first, like, four episodes, and it just wasn't moving the needle for Not me. My tempo. A lot of people say you got to get past yeah. season one, but that's the, you know, there's a thousand shows in the world, so if I can't get past season and one, I'll just watch another
0: show that I can. And people are just like, it's all about the heart of the show. And it's like, well, yeah, you can have heart, but I also like it to be, like, funnier. Now, now this is where people, if they're still listening to this episode, tune out and start to hate on us, which is fine just stick with us for poldark that's true that's all we yeah. well
1: what's going on with Ray mysterio and the answer is i don't know
0: we don't know <laughs> what's going on with the mysterio family right now uh, just it's uh there's a storm in the heartland over there yeah uh we'll see what happens with the the, the father and son mysterios <laughs> uh until then though you can follow us on twitter facebook instagram uh send us an email at gmail find our Podbean uh website and all, all the pods on there uh And, yeah, leave a five-star rating review if you so choose. And subscribe to our Patreon. We're going to be covering Tomorrow Never Dies soon enough. Yeah, next week when that will be out. Yeah. So, tune in. Indeed, truly. It's going to be fun. And we'll catch you next time on the pod.